1: It's time for Thriller Thursdays, here on the Mutual Audio Network.
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended.
3: The Hawk Chronicles
4: follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective
2: to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime
4: in the stars. And now, episode 143 Journey Home.
5: So you're staying? Yes, Tony, I am. And what about your bounty? Zokar is the undisputed leader of Rage now, and if he survived Death River, the Federation will not be safe.
6: As part of an IDF expeditionary force, I can't claim any bounty.
5: I'll leave Lister to you. You were part of his capture as much as I was. Besides, we agreed to let me have Zokar since he was the bigger
6: bounty. I will make sure that the Provost Marshal at Boulder knows that he's yours. I may have misjudged you, Tony. That's very gracious of you. No, I don't think you ever misjudged me, Jaffra. If I weren't under IDF orders right now, I will be claiming this bounty as my own. Try as you may, Agent Simon. You're
5: not going to convince me that you're a rogue. Now get on that ship and take your prisoners to Baldibar. Captain Tam, Gabby and I have a bigger fish to fry.
6: Good luck, my friend. All right, Nate. We're all loaded. Button up. Roger that. Let me know when you're secured.
7: Tony, strap in here. Make sure you secure any loose items.
6: Am I to understand that you and your crew will be dropped off at Tyrannus before we depart the planet?
7: Yes. The Bat is in a secure dock. Nate is going to stay until we successfully fire up our engines and depart. All of the fighters are full and I don't particularly want to ride back to Tyrannus in that bone-shaking all-terrain.
6: That's a wise plan, although I must say, I'm not sure that there is such a thing as a secure docking bay at this planet. All right, I'm fully secured. All loose items are stowed away.
1: Nate, all passengers are secured. Roger that. Next stop, Tyrannus.
6: Hey, Tony. While we're waiting for Wit to launch the bat, think we can grab a meal? I don't think so, Sam. There's plenty of food on the ship. Perhaps a cold refreshing beverage? Again, there are plenty of beverages aboard the Mercury. Come on, Simon. You know I'm a hungin'. We celebrate victories with drink, women, and song. There's cold water in the icebox. Get one and go and sing to Lenora.
7: (laughs) but make it a short tune. We'll be in Tyrannus in no time. You two would be real party killers on Hanga. You know, Sam, I think I'm actually going to miss you. Oh, don't go getting all mushy
6: on me. I got a reputation to keep.
1: Everyone stay secured. We're being vectored in for approach to the Tyrannus docking port. Whit Garcia and Carlos will be disembarking. All others remain buckled in your seat. We'll depart as soon as the
6: bat clears the dock. I don't know about the rest of you, but I will be very happy to get off this rock. I actually thought about staying. Really? It's still pretty much a wild frontier. I can roam about and do just about anything I want. Like fight off jungle monsters, become a depot guard, scrape out a living with odd jobs. I'm sure it's quite enticing, Sam. Personally, I think you're worried about something else. Really? Tell me more, Dr. Simon. I believe you don't have a home now. You've seen our ways and have adapted to them quite nicely. I'm a hongin' and will always be a Hongan.
7: I think Tony is right.
6: You've adapted quite nicely. You don't even put salt in your milk anymore. Let's face it, Sam. You failed your mission at St. Louis and we gave you a cover story to make you a hero in your people's eyes. But deep down you know that it's all a lie.
7: And deep down you know someone will find out the truth.
3: And then your life will be worth nothing. Like I said, both of you are real party killers.
7: Well, I'll be, if it isn't former detective Kate Hawk.
8: Nice try, Nelson. You knew it was me because I'm with Dad.
7: Think back, Kate, to the first time we met. It took a while before I ever saw your face. You had your back to me.
4: Nice save there, Nelson.
8: I do seem to remember you making some dumb male comment about flying with me.
7: Hey, you still thought I was just a rookie cop back then. I had to play the part.
8: Play the part? Really? I don't think you ever stopped. I
7: like to stay in character. So, what brings you to the SIS?
4: Quite honestly, Pearman suggested that Kate face her fears.
7: Fears? You mean me?
8: No, Nelson. The fear of being among friends and coworkers and people staring at me.
7: Newsflash, Kate. People stared at you before.
8: Nelson, am I going to have to take you back to the gym?
7: And down goes Nelson.
1: That never gets old. Kate, what a pleasant surprise. Horace, always glad to see you too. Detective Mac, good to see you too.
8: All right, Mac. I look totally different and my voice is different. What gave me away? Daddy?
1: Kate, we ran half marathons together. It'll take more than a different face and voice to make you unrecognizable to me.
8: I have a feeling you just stooped to Nelson's level.
1: What brings you here? We were telling Nelson here that part of
4: Kate's recovery is also psychological. She needs to be around people who know her and see that she'll be just as accepted as before the accident. Well then, welcome back again,
1: Agent Hawk.
8: Thank you, Detective Mac. How about that?
1: Eh, I couldn't have done it without help from you and Bonds. I learned a lot from you two.
8: You were a great student. Now this one here, well, I'm not so sure.
7: Hey now, come on. I'm doing pretty well. I'm actually working cases now. Word on the street is that you are helping Barnes with an interesting case.
8: I guess. I told Jim I'd help him as long as it didn't involve a cat and a tree.
7: What's
1: the case?
8: The woman who issued Jim his detective license is being threatened by an unknown caller.
4: An anonymous caller with a disguised voice says she saw something that she shouldn't have seen.
8: Even though she works for the Maryland State Police, they can't help her. They could possibly tap her phone, but Jim took the case and gave her a recording device.
1: So that's how you got the recording of the disguised voice. And let me
7: guess, she has no idea
1: what she saw.
7: Does she do a lot of social media?
8: That was our starting point, but so far we haven't found anything suspicious.
4: We're combing through all of her social media posts. It's possible she inadvertently captured someone in a place that they shouldn't be
1: or doing something illegal. So it's a trial run for him. Nothing like the bomber you and Jim
7: chased.
8: That's true, but you never know. It could be high-level (coughs) espionage.
7: Or some guy meeting his secret girlfriend.
8: It's amazing how your mind works, Nelson.
1: I don't think there's anything we can do to help, but uh, if you need something...
8: I know, Mac. This is just a social call. Have you gotten a new commander yet?
1: The LT is filing it right now. I hear they're interviewing candidates, but uh, nothing solid yet. I was really surprised to hear that Captain Richards left. She was a Houston native, so it was homecoming for her.
8: Well, I can't blame her for making the move. It was a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, you'd know about that. Careful there, Rookie. You might find yourself back on traffic duty. Look, we don't want to get in the way here. We just wanted to stop in
4: and reassure Kate that people will still accept her as Kate Hawk. The same Kate
1: Hawk that worked here a couple of months ago. I know this has been traumatic for you. When we all heard what happened, the section was really down. We were all pulling for you.
7: That's true. There were a lot of hung heads here. Maybe you should walk around and greet some people. I know they'll be thrilled to see you.
8: See me? You really think they'll actually see me or a stranger?
4: Well, Kate, there's only one way to find out.
0: Well,
9: it's still here and in one piece. I'm a little surprised after all that talk from the mercenaries back at camp.
0: Who looks like Joffra's having a little trouble getting out of that fighter cockpit.
9: He's pretty big. Those things were made for normal-sized pilots.
0: It's a wonder they even got off the ground. We didn't think you were going to get out of that thing.
9: Gabby, Captain Tam, let's get behind the Ulysses. They're about to depart. All right, Gabby. Open the access panel and bypass the security system.
0: Okay. All green lights. Clear the ramp.
9: Jeffrey and I are going to check to make sure everything is secured. You go do your startup procedure. Aye, aye, Captain. Whew.
0: Mama's home.
9: Just do a walk around with me. Uh, Things should be in order.
5: I can't imagine you had a whole lot of people on here.
9: No, but I don't trust Lister or his people. They may have booby-trapped something.
5: Do you really think they had enough time to do something like that?
9: Probably not.
5: Then what is it you wanted to talk to me about? Well, I guess you saw right through that. I'm an experienced tracker and detective, Captain Tam. You're an easy read.
9: We're probably going to return to base Charlie 3, Papa Oscar. There's a little matter of Gabby and Lenora posing as IDF pilots training in their readiness exercise. Yes, I heard all
5: about that from Tony. That was a very bold plan by Lister. I believe it only worked because Gabby was a former IDF fighter pilot.
9: I'm sure the IDF has cleared up the matter, but I'd like to make sure. I know you want a ride to Trinaris, but I'd like to make you an offer.
5: I'm listening.
9: Go with us to Papa Oscar, and then we'll return to Trinaris. And help you track down Lister. Gabby and I have a score to settle with him.
5: This sounds interesting, but I must warn you, I want to take him and Sprague alive. I don't want you two seeking revenge on them.
9: We just want them brought to justice.
5: You've got a deal. Does Gabby know about your plans?
9: It was her suggestion. She's the one that was almost killed by Lister. She figured that our best bet to bring the remaining head of rage to justice was to have you do all the work.
0: online all systems are a go for launch
9: copy that set course for charlie three papa oscar
0: roger that secure seat restraints
9: for departure
5: are you sure you can get clearance onto a military base
9: there's an abandoned airfield right next to it if we can't get clearance we'll land there and call them on a landline better chint those restraints tight I think Gabby's in a hurry.
4: Hey, Kelly, what did you do with your
10: sidekick? Oh, Jim got a call from his landlady. She had some food and mail for him.
8: Two things he holds very dear to his heart. You going back to Annapolis
10: tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going by Stip, my first official solo trip. I seem
4: to remember being with Pearman when one Kelly Merritt landed at Martin State in the Roosevelt Stip.
10: Like I said, Dad, my first official ride in a Stip. The Annapolis Stip isn't that far from the office. And by the way, our Mr. Barnes came through with a really nice computer and office equipment for me.
8: Well, that doesn't really surprise me, Kelly. Just because he's too stubborn to get a smartphone doesn't mean he isn't tech-savvy. I mean, after all, he has a computer board implanted in his
10: brain. Other than answering the phone before it rings, I really haven't seen him in action.
4: We got to see him in action on Boulder when Wi-Fi returned and hijacked the Mercury. The security gate dropped in the restaurant and he was able to open it with his mind.
8: Yeah. After turning on the TV, running a drink mixer, and turning the lights
10: off and on.
4: Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. Probably not under those circumstances, but yeah, in hindsight, it was pretty funny.
10: So how did it go with Holiday? Did you get a good feeling walking the halls of Homeland again? I guess. It's nice to talk to Jake
8: again and catch up on what's going on.
4: And I'm happy to say that your sister took his
10: advice. What kind of advice?
8: He convinced me to go back to the section and see my former co-workers. All right. Who'd you see and how did they react? The first one was Nelson, so he doesn't count. He's been following my progress with Pierman, but Detective Mac knew who I was right away.
10: See, and you thought no one would recognize you. You were worried about nothing.
8: Maybe so. Most people knew it was me, but honestly, I think it was because I was with Daddy.
4: Kelly, you know she's not going to admit that it wasn't as bad as she thought it would be.
8: So, any thoughts on when you might get back to work? Probably a few more days of helping out with Jim's case. Then I might return to Homeland for desk duty before going out in the field. You? Desk duty?
10: Right. I'd like to see that. You know
4: that you'll drive them all nuts by then.
8: That's the plan. Oh, it's Mr. Holiday. Kate Hawk.
3: I was hoping that you were back home.
8: We got here about 20 minutes ago. What's up?
3: I've got a cleaned up version of the tape. In fact, I have two versions. We're not sure how much pitch alteration was used, so we gave you two possibilities. I called you because it seems like most of the legwork was being done at Hawk Haven. I messaged Jim, but haven't heard back yet.
8: That's great. Are you going to send the files to my email account?
3: Yes. It's already on your Secure Homeland account. It's not real clean, but it will give you something to work off of.
8: Thanks. We'll get right on it.
3: So, did you go to your old section like I suggested?
8: Yes, we did. And? It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And this
3: is where I would say I... Told
8: you so. Yes, I know. Most everyone recognized me right away. Great.
3: In a couple of days, we'll talk about getting you back to work. I'm ready. I know you're ready, but we're not. Take care, and we'll catch you back here soon.
8: Thanks, I think. Jake has a recording ready for us. In fact, a couple of versions.
4: This will be interesting.
10: Unless it's someone you two may have worked with, it probably won't do us much good. Claire might recognize the voice. Could be.
8: This might be an applicant she worked with, or someone she spoke to at one of the STIP sites. We'll play it
10: back and let's see what we have.
8: All right, this one is labeled Original. This one is named Isolated One.
11: Don't be alarmed, Miss Wilson, but we need to talk. It's a
10: matter of national security, Miss Wilson. I don't recognize it, but then I didn't really expect to. How about you, Dad?
4: I don't think so, but the voice was gated, and that distorts it a bit. Gated? It's an audio term. A gate is either open or closed. Basically, you set a threshold for sound to be heard. Some of the vocal qualities are below the set threshold, so they're not there. If they're not there, then there's nothing Jake's people can do to clean it up. It's the same thing you've heard me complain about watching those TV crime shows. They have a poorly pixelated image of a car, but they run it through some magical program to enhance it, and you can read the license plates and even see the driver's face in the rearview mirror.
10: Can't they use some super algorithm to enhance it?
4: That's nothing but an educated guess.
10: Let's listen to the second one. Don't be alarmed, Miss
11: Wilson. But we need to talk. It's a matter of national
10: security, Miss Wilson.
4: I got nothing on that one.
8: Me neither. Well, it's unanimous. Let's hope Jim can make some sense of this.
10: Well, if not, we're right back to square one.
6: Well, Lenora... Here we are again. It seems only like yesterday that we were aboard the Mercury and Lister was in the ship's brig.
0: Yes, and you lied to me about setting him free. You had me and Lister convinced you were taking us to a rage-friendly outpost.
6: I had a job to do. If you think about it, I did save Lister from Captain Rogers. He would have been perfectly happy to put him in the airlock and send him hurtling into the vacuum of space.
0: What's going to happen to me?
6: And I
11: am wondering the same thing about me.
6: Mondoom, both you and Lenora will be turned over to the authorities on boldabar I can
11: understand Lorna being charged. She broke Lester out of jail and kidnapped the crew of the Ulysses.
0: And you were Zokar's right hand. I'll be more than willing to testify against you, Mondu.
11: I was a soldier. I was only following orders.
0: Orders to destroy my planet and my people?
6: Yet you become a disciple of Lester. Enough, both of you. This will be a matter for the courts to decide.
0: Will it be helpful if I testify against him?
6: I'm sure the courts will take that into consideration. And I would be willing to do
11: the same.
0: Oh, really? Where is your lord and master, Mondu? It's going to be difficult to testify against him when you're not even sure he's alive. He's probably in the belly of one of those river monsters.
6: Am I going to have to
1: separate you two? Sounds like a good argument down there. Who's winning? Winning or whining? I guess both. I just wanted to let you know that Wit is docked the bat, so we'll be kicking it up to max power. We'll be passing through the Titan portal pretty soon.
6: So tighten up those belts when we ask you to. I, for one, will be quite happy to be on the other side of that portal and away from the Titan system.
0: Simon, you don't like my home planet?
6: Your adopted home planet. And no, I don't like either Titan 3 or 4. I'll be very happy to return to Earth. I plan to visit one day. Was that a threat?
2: Maybe.
1: That's my cue. We're approaching the Titan portal. Make sure your seat restraints are secured.
6: Mondu I am curious about one thing. If Wi-Fi survived the jungle, where would he go? Or do you think he'd stay on Titan II with the former rage soldiers? I have no
11: doubt that he and Sprague survived. They were carefully planning their escape that night. I heard them discussing that the monsters should be distracted. There would be plenty to eat that night.
6: Where do you think they are headed if they did indeed make it?
11: Halfway to the river's mouth. There's a bunker. It has food stores and a well-equipped armory. I believe he would go there to rest and re-nourish and take what weapons he needed. From there he would go to Taranis and find Colonel Zandu.
6: I know Zandu is still loyal to him. He has a great influence with those former Rage soldiers.
11: Zandu has made a good living by finding these soldiers a new place to live, and in most cases, a new identity. I don't think they'll be quick to give that up.
0: I agree with Mandu. We had difficulty getting them to cooperate with us. It seemed like they had washed their hands of rage.
6: Well then, it seems that both of you are rebels without a cause. We are entering the Titan Portal. None too soon, if you ask me.
1: Welcome to the Moldavar Sector. You're now free to move about the ship. Except for you, Lister. You can stay
6: in your cage.
0: Are these cuffs really necessary?
6: Here. Snap these around your ankles, both of you.
0: What
6: are these? These are monitors. You are confined to this bay in the crew lounge. Should you stray any further, you will receive a shock and we will be notified. Now turn around please.
11: Crew lounge? Does that mean food and drink?
6: Food yes. Drink limited to non-alcoholic beverages only. The lounge is right through that bulkhead.
11: You will find me there
0: for the rest of the trip. Now Why doesn't that surprise me? I beg your pardon? I was just thinking. I hope Nate has a well-stocked pantry.
11: Yeah, Bond here.
8: Jim. I take it you listened to the recording?
11: Yeah, I did. Uh, What did you guys make of it?
8: None of us recognized the voice. Daddy thinks that along with manipulating the file, the caller also tried to disguise his voice. What were you able to make of it?
11: Uh, About the same. Neither the male version or the female version sounded like a normal person.
8: Daddy is working on breaking down the tapes to try and determine if the caller has an accent or maybe uses unusual syntax. We were wondering if maybe our best bet is having Claire listen to it.
10: I
11: was sitting here this evening thinking the same thing when she called.
8: Did you play it back for her?
11: Yes, I did, and uh, she didn't recognize the caller.
8: Why did she call you? Was there something new?
11: Uh, You could say that. Uh, She got another call. What? They made a demand.
8: What was it?
11: They want a face-to-face meeting. Tomorrow.
3: What will the caller want from
2: Claire? Will Kate... Kelly and Horace find a new clue. What will happen when the Mercury gets back to Bolubar? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles: Justice
10: and the Hunt for Wi-Fi.
2: Hi, this is John Bell. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. In my podcast, Bells in the Battery. So, when you're in the mood for a picture instead of a thousand words, especially, especially his, his words, go to thebatfree.com and click on gallery. And be sure to clean your thumbnails before viewing.